This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we discuss seeking health care while black and female and seeking freedom while black and gay. Also, sneakers and reality TV. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. of Tea, Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and this, this is, is Tea, Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. And we have a magical Negro guest. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine is here. Hey. My sister, listener, friend to the show. They have supporter. The same chromosomes. We do we share do. chromosomes. Yeah. Wow. Cool. All right. Hi. Hi. How are Hi. you? Hi. Fine. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. That's good. Thank you for coming. I'm glad to be at this table with the mic on and stuff. Oh, it's happening. It is. All the magic. Uh, I'm all right. Not a stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um. So hi everybody. Thanks for coming back. Yes. We've had an action-packed uh, two weeks. Away, lots of things have happened. Yeah, lots of things. Um, Easter just popped off. I guess a Muslim. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm a social Easter celebrator. Well, um, I am culturally Muslim. Right. <laughs> Let's got be it, for real. Got it. Got it. No, you're culturally Muslim. Right. Yes. <laughs> Let's be yes, for you real. are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We had Easter, so my family was Jasmine was in town mm-hmm. with her brood of children. <laughs> Um, so that was cool. So we did Easter, went to church, and saw the family. So that was really nice. That's, nice. That's actually my pinkies up. I'm gonna jump the gun. That's my pinkies up. Can it's good family time. Yeah, but I, I mean, that was, yes, one of my pinkies up. Sorry. What kind of tea were you drinking? I don't know. Some coconut stuff. Okay. All right. It's coconut chai <laughs> oh. that Jasmine brought. It's Woo! really, really good. It is tasty. I like, I like it. it. I feel like I don't need a sweetener oh that's good all right maybe next time i'll be allowed to have some uh, <laughs> you are not allowed to have. we i only have two infuser things oh so. that's all right i'll just drink regular bagged tea <laughs> once again i'm the odd one out you're such a gracious host i try do it again but i'm having um some sort of what is, is i still don't know how to say that word rubios rooibos we googled it and everything we did i don't know that thing don't with know. the r and uh, honeybush tea or whatever it's delicious. Hennessy is here as usual. I gave her a bully stick to chew on, and she, right now she's staring at us, she doesn't have any waiting to disrupt the show. So she so. may turn up. Just yeah, just, just an FYI. Be forewarned. But um, but anyway, yes. So that's the tea we're drinking. I did want to pinkies up Easter and just family time because I didn't realize honestly I'm not really Christian in that way either. And culturally. Yeah, I guess you could say that I'm culturally Christianish. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Easter is like family time for me or whatever. So I didn't realize how much of family time it is, but I am doing like family stuff every mm-hmm. Easter holiday. So I definitely yeah, appreciate that. So yeah. yeah, it's a good, and I have a great time. And um, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. So pinkies up to Easter or as uh, social media is letting us know, Resurrection Sunday. The Resurrection Sunday, Sunday which is. <laughs> say it, say it, Jasmine. Which was like, it. what is this? I Say mean, it. it's been resurrection, so that's what Easter is, I know basically. That. But right. why does everyone have to make a big fuss out of everything all the time? Just call it what you want to call it and mm-hmm. move along. <laughs> it's annoying to me. Wait, what's annoying? That people are calling it Resurrection Sunday? No, or but that what? it turns into a big, huge thing once one person says, says it. it. Yeah, you know, it's Resurrection Sunday, but I said Easter the bunny and all of that. Oh, okay. It's yeah. been like this. Right, 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 right. You just started calling it Resurrection Sunday because mm-hmm. your friend said it yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, that's how oh, I feel. We got an antsy Christian in the building. Sounds <laughs> 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 on fire <laughs> okay all right this is exciting i'm excited anyway what's up with you oh you only have one pinky no i had other pinkies but i felt like i jumped the gun on my pinkies and wasn't quite like pinky ready but okay i'll say my other one um <laughs> pinky ready my other pinky goes out to pinkies up to um sophia chester Mm-hmm. We talked about her in one of our very early episodes, yeah. probably like a single digit episode, yeah. um, where we reviewed her upcoming book, um, Cosmic Callisto Caprica and the Missing Rings of Saturn. It's a sci-fi book series for t- for ages eight, I'm sorry, 10 to 18 years old. I read it. The portions that I read were incredibly interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look forward to reading the whole thing. Anyway, it's finally out on Amazon. Yeah, she had like a kickstarter light campaign mm-hmm. to get the funding so she could put it out and she got the funding and now it's out which is really really dope yeah so we're excited for her and it's cool because we kind of been around since the beginning of right. her well not the very beginning mm-hmm. obviously not mm-hmm. but yeah it's been like two years it's been a long yeah, time it's so, been a long so time congratulations to you yes i'm excited i can't wait to read the whole thing um and you can again you can buy that book on amazon we'll include the link in the notes mm-hmm. and you can follow sophia on twitter at sophia the author yeah. okay so i have up. two pinkies okay and both of my pinkies are i have two pinkies too how many do you have? <laughs> are we including toes i have four hey <laughs> you have you have Oh no! Oh, we all have pinky. Okay, pinky toes. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. pinky fingers. Yeah, you right. started it. I'm yeah, sorry. you did. Um, so I have both of my pinkies are for black children who um, started businesses. So there is Michaela Omer, who's nine from Sugarland, Texas, who landed a million dollar contract with Whole Foods for her um her lemonade nice. called Be Sweet Lemonade, um, which is dope. Um, can I get a million dollar contract? I can make lemonade, but like, yeah. And um, one of her interviews, they asked her, like, how does she feel about beating out bigger brands like Kraft, Coca Cola, and Pepsi, um, you know, to gain a spot in Whole Foods? And she's like, um, I don't know, but do they make their stuff with love? It was just, just so, yeah, it's so cute. So, pinkies up to Michaela. For her lemonade, and I hardly go to Whole Foods, but I'll buy her lemonade. I mm-hmm. think I'll go there and buy her lemonade one day. 
Um, and my other pinkies up is for a 16 year old teenager from Harlem. Him and his dad opened up a sneaker pawn shop. I saw that. Wait, yeah. you talking about the one that's on um that's right off of one twenty fifth? Yes, and, and Lennox. is that Lennox right yep. there? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I haven't been inside yet. They opened up a um. Where's the hell I put the article? Hmm. Let me find it. Okay, I have to add that to my new day planner that I purchased. <laughs> my life, which I'm very excited. It's necessary. Like, I can take the world on now yeah, that I have so a day planner. Yeah, so basically, I'm still looking for the article, but basically the dad realized, I buy you all these sneakers. Mm-hmm. This is so much money in these sneakers. So what the father would do was, um, he'll buy him a new pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. but then he would kind of make his son earn the amount of money it costs to get the sneakers That's and then cool. he'll give him the sneakers mm. so then the son was like yo dad it's like you're making like you're pawning my sneakers like you're mm-hmm. acting like a pawn shop or whatever like so that. then the dad thought about it and was like yo there's mad money in sneakers yeah. there's mad people with sneakers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why not you know create this pawn shop so that's basically what they did the um the son actually the son and the dad actually sold $30,000 worth of sneakers to start the business. Wow. Yeah. Because um, there's money in sneakers. Mm-hmm. There really is. Fucking money in sneakers. And I think it's cool that they are, they have figured out a way to make money off of an industry that doesn't particularly particularly um, cater to our communities. What do you mean by that? Like, um... Like a, like a Michael Jordan who like mm-hmm. has sneakers in his, and he, we know which communities largely support mm-hmm. his sneakers, but he isn't a person that you really think of when it comes to like causes for the youth mm-hmm. or inner city youth mm-hmm. or, you know, those types of things. Right. He's not, I don't know if he is or if he isn't because I don't know him personally, mm-hmm. but it's well, not prisons. visible. He, he's got yeah, he, his money he, in yeah, prisons. Yeah, in private prisons yes, and, and, and all of that stuff. Cities. Yeah, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So it's cool to see that they figured out a way to make money off of a business that has been kind of making money off of us for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You mean as two people who aren't already millionaires? No, I'm talking about these people, the, the, right. the father and son. Okay. I figured out a way to make the sneaker industry... Work for them. Okay. What is that doing for the community, though? I'm just talking about them and their business. Okay. How they have figured out a way to make the sneaker industry right. work for them as a business, rather than just selling sneakers. Like rather than just opening a sneaker store. Mm-hmm. These are this is a way for people to pawn sneakers, possibly get their sneakers back. Yeah. You know, like that type of thing. Right. I rather got you. than just opening a sneaker store. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you know whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Making their profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So I thought that was cool and an interesting idea, mm-hmm. and it, it makes a whole lot of sense. That's exciting. I'm gonna go on Saturday. I just wrote it down in my planner. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go to the museum, and then we're going to sneaker pawn in Harlem. <laughs> done and done. It's in the book. Very cool. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. I don't know if I will go. I'm not really mm-hmm. a huge sneaker person, but mm-hmm. I just thought it was really cool. That's cool. I wonder how they assess how much your sneakers are worth 
and if they have to be like fresh or if they can, or if they could be older, you know what I'm saying? I like, think they can probably based on my sneaker knowledge, they can probably be older if they're a certain type of shoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there are certain old shoes But that, if they could be older, matter. there are old people who have older shoes that are not worn. Like right. Right. These, just cuz they're older doesn't mean like they're not fresh. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. was talking about ones that were worn but are of a certain echelon of shoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they will probably still accept them if they're a certain type of shoe, even if even if they are like worn down or you know what I'm saying? Old and a little bit worn and smell like the baby's feet smell. I don't know. About baby's feet. That. Oh sorry. Yeah. They're a little they are a little cheesy today. He was out my nephew was out all day. He had stinky feet. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. That mm-hmm. seems weird to me. <laughs> I mean, if it's... Because they're not collecting them. If you're a collector, you will buy that. This is a pawn. No, this shop... No, no, no. Any sneaker store has to cater to to collectors. So you're not going to open a pawn sneaker store. You're not going to open any kind of sneaker store that doesn't cater to at least a certain portion of your population. Collectors will probably go there to Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. If you have a shoe, if it's worn... But it's a shoe that's like hard to find like and rare. You got some old Patrick Ewins. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay, I'm see. sure somebody would some fuck Reeboks with that. Some with the pump or some shit. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about Reeboks with the pump. <laughs> like seriously. For real. This is like happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's very cool. I'm excited. Did you say you had another pinky? Those are my two. The girl with the lemonade and him and his pawn shop. I like it. I like it. I like it. I don't think we pinkied up Cardi B's mixtape last week. Uh-uh, we didn't. Um, so I just wanted to pinky up that. I listened to it. There are several cuts on there that we yeah, all enjoy. I enjoy them. They're good. Um, and I really, really like her album cover. I think that it is, um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's Cardi B. And she is, uh, it is implied that she is receiving oral sex from a heavily tattooed man as she drinks a Corona. Um, but what I liked about it is that while it is suggested and he is there, it's not vulgar. You know what I mean? You're not really seeing anything. It's not, um, I don't know. It didn't seem gross to me. It just seemed like this is what's happening and she was not necessarily objectifying the guy or herself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was just like her sitting there, beer. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't notice the guy. That's what. That's the point. Yes. I didn't see the album cover. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Oh. I didn't notice the guy until Jay pointed him out, and then I was like, "Oh, she's getting her pussy eating." I just was into the Corona because (laughs) (laughs) you know, like because when it came out, people were tweeting about how like Corona bottle, like why she didn't have a bottle of this and that, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it just was like, shut up. She wants to drink a Corona, like. Goodness. And what what else? What did they suggest? I guess some that high price, some high class, something. But else. no, she this, she wanted a Corona because she wanted a Corona, and that's it. Mm-hmm. She's a regular degular, like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like that's 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 the brand. That's, that's her, her brand. Point. Right. That's her point. Why would she have a bottle of Moet? Because everybody thinks this is First 1999. All, and those bottles, like that bottles are heavy. Like mm-hmm. to just hold it with one hand. Mm-hmm. No, like. Mm-hmm. No, I'll take my Corona also. All right, Jasmine, here's the cover. 
Oh, I did see that. Okay. Right. So yeah, she's, I did see that. Right. So she's clearly getting oral sex, but it's not in such a vulgar manner no. that like, ooh, I'm getting my pussy. You know what I'm saying? But like to it's me, just... it makes me think he's not doing a good job. Oh, here we go. It's, he's not. That is not the impression that I get. I from am. Any of this. Because if I can drink a Corona with a straight face, oh, you're right. not doing your job, sir. Oh, right, queen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Okay. Well, when the hand is there, it's kind of implied that it's doing a he's doing a good job. Yeah, I just know that I ain't got time to be holding a corona if you doing oh the thing. Oh my gosh! Down there, you're sucking my guts out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> holding a corona bottle and drinking. Oh my God. <laughs> I enjoyed bad. the casual nature of it all. Okay. Okay. Yes, maybe in that moment her guts were not being sucked <laughs> through her urethra. Okay. Maybe this was just. He's just not. If he's eating my pussy right, his tongue is not in my urethra. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So science. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky's up to Cardi. Yes, Pinky's up to Pinky's Cardi. Pinky's up to Cardi. I don't know if it's old, but Pinky's up to her telling Peter Guns about his dirty ass mm, self. Mm, mm, I'm t- oh I God. still play that over because I enjoy Dude. it. <laughs> Y'all can't see my face, but I'm making She's her face. She's doing her face. Mm. Like, you don't pay her, right? Mm. <laughs> I don't have her teeth, but I make mm. her face. I just yeah. mangled to tell you, like, listen, I got a wife, but I want to have a good time. Oh, and I got bills, and I want them to be paid. <laughs> Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick. For a woman to say, you want, you want some of this ass? You want some of this? I want some money. That's, I, that's, that's hoeing. That's it's not hoeing because sometimes I don't, I don't got to get no, guys ass no, no, to this. get what no, I want let me, from them. Let me them. speak. No, that's not what she's saying. What she's saying is if, if I'm with a and you, you want to lay down with me? You don't want me to have somewhere to wash my ass? You don't want me to have somewhere to lay down? Well, no, I guess what I'm trying and to it's say... It's okay for the first thing for you to ask a chick for some ass, though, I'm right? I'm not asking That's a chick. Okay. You got a lot of love for me. You got a lot of everything you wanted from me. So it's like, why can't I get some back? Look what you gave Amina and, and, and Tyra. Babies. And that's it. No, not, that's not it. I'm Are you paying okay? both of their rent? Yes. We you know you're not rent. paying their rent. <laughs> He pays his part. Do you know me? I see what I see on TV, and men like you are the type of men that I be talking about. You need to get from these guys what you want. You get out of both of them. And what are they getting in return? What are they getting in return? We got love. They we look got, stupid we got love. on TV. You don't know me like that. I don't know if one of them butt shots leak into your bloodstream, but you're being very disrespectful right now. Well, thank God none of your is in my bloodstream, because I'll be damned. to me was like the epitome of patriarchy 
You know what I'm saying? Here you have the lowest of low yes. life Everything. forms. You, you should not be saying anything yeah. to yeah. anyone Peter about guns, their life. Peter Guns is trash. And we ride for the Bronx hard. But you cornball. You've been a cornball. The first season of Love and Hip Hop, you were oh on a futon gosh. with a dirty foot. I remember oh. that. Oh. I remember that. Wait, you? wait, wait. A dirty barefoot? Or yes. A dirty... Oh. That's when he first When you first realized he was with the Amina girl. Oh. Dirty ass foot. It went... Um, viral. Isn't dirty foot like a term, like a slang term? Are you grossed out? Why would they allow that to be on? I didn't see that. Thank goodness. Oh my gosh. Like you, you should not be saying anything. He's a low, just a low life form. Not even, not even as a man. You know the camera is on. The red light is on, and you allow your foot to be (laughs) mop or something (laughs) before the camera goes on. Wipe your feet with a wet wipe. Something gross. Anyway, he's disgusting. He's a low life form. He's an embarrassment, okay? He's a cornball who, even after his one song, like, I can't imagine that groupies everywhere were like, I want a piece of Peter. That's not... I can't imagine, but he tends to date women who I feel aren't, like, wholly in love with themselves. Like, there's no right. way... They can't uh, be. They can't you be. You can't be in love with yourself and settle with that. Like, he's not even, like rich to make you like right. blindly mm-hmm. like right, right, accept right. bullshit right that's disgusting my, my, <laughs> yeah. my, my point was that misogyny misogynoir will have the lowest life creatures thinking that they, they can, can comment come, come at you. just because you, this is a, it's like it's like it's like a child it's like anyone thinks that they can comment on children and what they're doing yeah. and what they're what they should be doing and yada 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 and because Peter is a man, he thinks that he can sit on television and comment on anything that Cardi B does or has ever done. Yeah. When she hasn't, as far as I'm concerned, she hasn't done anything that was uh, questionable during no, her run of that at show. at all on the and show. And Peter, every moment that he is on air, <laughs> is playing himself hard, embarrassing his children and his family. I don't even believe she was talking to DJ Shelf. Shelf, whatever his name is. I just feel yeah. like that was just for the show. Like, right, I don't even, right, like... Right, 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 right. The whole thing is... Yeah, just, but like... Yeah, for him to comment or say, say about anything her. about her. There's nothing to say about her. And then her. specifically to talk about her hoeing. I mean... In, in what world is, is it okay for someone like him to say anything about anybody? At all. I don't know. At all. He don't pay nobody's rent. No, he doesn't pay anybody's rent. He probably doesn't pay his own. I'm pretty confident that he was paying show rent. Like, the show was paying that rent. What lets me know he doesn't was because Amina was like, he pays his part. <laughs> exactly. Part. Exactly. That's clearly, that's clearly half. Yeah. That's clearly a portion. He that's clearly not, like, taking care of the two women that he knocked exactly. up at the same time. You and created these families be... with these different people. Yeah. You need to be able to take care of these yeah. families. Yeah. I don't know why he felt he can say whatever to her. It's, but yeah. I'm, I appreciated her clapbacks. Like, every great. single one. They just kept great. getting better and better. It was amazing. <laughs> and then, with her clapbacks, she still didn't down these other women. Yeah, right. yeah. Within the right, same right. moment, which is like great because you don't. Well, you. I feel like I see that a lot amongst the women I know. Right. But traditionally on those shows, you don't see that. She mm-hmm. still gave them their little, you know, their props or whatever, mm-hmm. regardless of the mistakes that they made in their choice right. of men. Right. And she didn't down right. them for that. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's womanism, y'all. It is. It is. It is. It is. She's really. She's really. Um. She's really cool. I like her yeah. a lot. Yep. Um. Tea talk. So now that we've talked, yes. Time for the tea talk. Time for tea talk. There ain't no place 
Lake Chat. Uh, so North Carolina. North Carolina. That's the song? Yes. <laughs> Isn't it? North Carolina. Right I mean, I'm head. not from there. Throwing like right. a helicopter. I had to learn that as well. Right. right. Yes. Oh, yeah. When you just show up and you say, oh, this is that place. Do they play that at like every party? <laughs> no, they Unfortunately, just play I don't have friends out there, oh. so I don't go to many parties. But no, when I got there, they do play it a lot on the radio. Oh. Yeah. It was a whole big thing. Didn't he like go to jail or something? I don't know. It was know. a whole big thing. I just know that song was probably like 10 years ago now, right? Yeah. No, I've got a lot of He I think went so something, something happened to him. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just felt like screaming North Carolina. Um, yeah, so North Carolina has passed a bill to restrict the, to further restrict rights of LGBTQ um, individuals there. Um, the law specifically targets trans individuals and keeps them from being able to use the restroom of their choice yes of being able to use the restroom of their current gender um they have to use the bathroom based on the gender they were born yep okay yep yep and so this was this is a bill that the uh, Governor Patrick McCrory signed. Sounds Am I like, saying that right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's based on a bill that he I'm signed. North Carolina pundit. Right. Uh, no, right. Jasmine Francis. Okay. That's all right. Um, yeah, but so this this was in response to a law that was there was um, on April first they were supposed to be coming down with a non-discrimination ordinance Mm -hmm. um, that was supposed to expand the rights of LGBTQ individuals and ensure their, protect their rights, ensure their safety and things of that nature. And so um, all the haters out there began to feel threatened by this. And this is why the governor signed this bill to keep um, people in the bathrooms that the governor feels they should be in. (laughs) Don't understand. People go to the bathroom to piss, mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. change the tampon up, pad if yep. they menstruate. Yep. Um, wash their hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Possibly Uh-oh. look in the mirror. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, s- selfies happen there. Mm-hmm. It's a place for selfies. What the fuck else do they expect? To, right. What What are they protecting people from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this goes back to. Just like the fear of sexuality, the fear of the unknown, the fear of um, themselves. Mm-hmm. I um, like the people who are, you know, yeah, pushing this law forward or whatever. I can't see. You know what though? What? For those people, you have been in the bathroom with a trans person before. Absolutely. And you were fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have been in the bathroom with a trans person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. lots of trans people. You right. have been in the bathroom. With a trans person before, mm-hmm. and you were fine, and nothing to happen to you, and you were safe, and they were safe, mm-hmm. and life went on. Do you think it has a lot to do with America or people's obsession with sex and inserting it in situations where but it doesn't, it doesn't even belong? belong? Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. using the restroom and thinking that something sexual is going to happen to you because you're in a room with someone that you in your your head has decided is of the opposite many, sex. How? That could be mm-hmm. it, but that's look at like numbers. How many people are sexually assaulted by trans people? Mm-hmm. But those numbers are like low as fuck. Right, right. So 
where is this happening mm-hmm. that you have to have like right. this fear like right. why the right. fuck are you scared There's no, I'm sure like, it happens way more the other way around exactly mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I would love to know the stats on like I mean I guess not in a real way because people always find a way to use those stats against um people or whatever but it could be 0.01% right and and like, 0.01%. that is a 0.0 we cannot <laughs> right you're right cuz i was going to say i would love to see the stats on like um trans people as the aggressors in situations and, like yeah and you know, in, 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 in a lot of situations because yeah. trans people are being murdered yep. they're being raped they're being assaulted yes. so like what are the numbers the other way around like how many trans people are assaulting Everyone else, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Non-trans individuals yeah. or each other, and a lot or whatever. of times, I want to see those numbers. A lot of time, a lot of trans people who are in prison due to like violent crimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're defending themselves. Exactly, they get some fuck shit. Exactly, and then now they're in prison. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're just like running around, right? Being serial rapists, right, right, right. But right. for some reason in North Carolina, they must. I don't understand. <coughs> The insistence on making everything a sexual thing, like anytime a private part can mm-hmm. be shown or, you know, I have to put my pants down and pee. Like yeah. every time a vagina is out is not for sex. Well, right. Because <laughs> like, patriarchy makes everything right. sexual. So the purpose every of a woman a dick is, out, is to it's not serve. For sex. Right. Like. The purpose of a woman is to serve a man sexually or in any way even a man's penis i've I've seen penises that i've not had sex with Mm -hmm. like it doesn't don't tell men that (laughs) (laughs) right 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 how dare you what (laughs) so why was it out (laughs) right why did you say you whore did you touch it how close were you to (laughs) it yeah it's just i don't get why our um vaginas or penises Mm -hmm. more so vaginas or in betweens, mm-hmm. yeah, or in betweens, mm-hmm. it's not always a sexual thing. So right. you know, I just gotta take a shit, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and this is where the shitting happens. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So along those lines, um, and then of course, right. So basically, what we were saying, like a part of why it's important for people to be able to use the restroom of the gender that, um, what is that called? Like your preferred gender or your. your- Prefer a gen- gender pronoun? Yeah, but that's that's not what I mean. I don't know what you mean. Like, your with, current what gender. What they're trans into? Right. Yeah, I don't know, a, like, a terminology. Right, because it's not their chosen gender. It's not yeah, their... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, trans. But they're right. transgender? I don't know, but mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I don't know the terminology. Yeah, that, yeah. The gender... The, not the gender that they were born into, but... But the gender of which they are currently living? Yes. No. Yes? Well, their gender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their oh, gender. Yeah. Their gender. Yeah. I should, I should Google that. I, I think like... we should just say it's their gender. Because that's their gender. Right. Right. You're right. The, yeah. It would be the gender of trans individuals. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. If there's another name for it, you guys yeah, can let us up know. and let us know. Um, yeah, let's educate each other. But anyway, the reason, part of the reason why it's important for trans people to be able to use the restroom of their gender, of their current gender, is... For safety. Yeah. It's for safety reasons. It's not to wander. If I am physically um, what society would look at me and deem a woman and I walk into the men's room because that's the gender in which I was born into physically. um, You're making that person a target. Right. 
Exactly. Exactly. For for even if it doesn't escalate into or, exactly like, for general harassment. Yeah. Questioning what's going on. You could be at lunch with a bunch of people who don't know what private parts you're you born with. Yeah. You know and what then I mean? now you're And now it's oh why are you going to But that's that the thing I don't understand. That's the thing that makes no sense to me with this is y'all are gonna have gender police? Like, how the fuck are you going to police? No, but how are you policing who goes in the bathroom? Right. Like, if I'm a trans woman and I go into the woman's bathroom, Mm -hmm. how the fuck are you going to know? Right. Mm -hmm. What, Mm -hmm. what, like, what? Unless someone, I guess if someone rats me out or whatever. But how is this going to be regulated Mm -hmm. without you being a Nazi? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you regulating that? The bathroom attendant in every store now. (laughs) Yeah, Um. like... It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Make no sense. And I feel like y'all got better things to do. Yeah. Not much better. And then my question is, if this is such an issue, why continue to put the burden on individuals? Why not make an ordinance that says that every place of business should have individual restrooms? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. this is not... Not a thing. Yeah. I mean, I know why, but I'm just saying. It's just really ridiculous. Um, but it brings us to... Uh, what? In What? Just let them use whatever fucking bathroom they want. Like they've been using. Mm-hmm. And nothing has happened. But then that would offer trans and LGBTQ individuals uh, the same rights as straight individuals. And we can't have that. Straight cis people. Right. Yes, thank you for correcting me. Um, and we can't have that. Because we have to... There has, there's levels to this shit. And we have to make sure that some people feel less than. And we have to maintain the power structure. So you have to control my womb, mm-hmm. and then you control this trans woman's bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like they don't like any kind of woman, any kind of woman, <laughs> like, or any kind of man. Yeah, any yeah. Man. Like, There's the other thing, right? So now we're sending men into the ladies' room because they were born with vaginas. Right. The whole thing is a big clusterfuck. Yeah, it's a big fucking mess. And again, how would you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you know? Yeah. Like technically, there are some times where you might think, but it's rude for you to just to be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. are you born man?" You know that's not how you do people. Yeah. It's not. But I think the whole thing is to is to breed discomfort and to shame people. So there might not be gender police necessarily, but this law is out there. Everyone is talking about it. Everyone is saying it. So now you have someone that you suspect is trans. Or someone that, ooh, Jenny heard from so-and-so who told so-and-so who told mm-hmm. so-and-so. And then I saw so-and-so use the ladies' room and yada, yada, yada. I feel yada. like it'll be more enforced in, like, workplaces and shit. Like, mm-hmm. where they can actually, like, know what's on your what's your situation right. and stuff. Is your gender on your social security card? Not on your social security card, but you, you mark something. Right. You mark male or female. I don't know. I don't know. I've worked where there was a trans woman. And she, they asked her, but they asked her, like, what bathroom are you comfortable using? Mm-hmm. She said women's. They said okay. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Yeah. But, you know, I live in New York. Right. And right. I was working retail. So, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But um, they did ask her the question, like, mm-hmm. which bathroom are you comfortable using? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, the women's bathroom yeah. or whatever. But I feel like that's the only place where I can see it be... Mm-hmm. Enforce because, mm-hmm. like, if I'm at the movies, <laughs> like, right, you know, like, right, right, right. it's ridiculous. The whole thing, it is, ridiculous. yeah. 
Um, that brings us to a recent incident in New York's Stonewall. Um, I don't know if it's still called Stonewall Inn or if it's Stonewall Bar and Lounge or whatever, but um, Stonewall, the it is a national landmark. Yes. Um, there was, it is a gay bar, yes. and there was recently um, a trans woman in the restroom who, was it a unisex restroom? Yes. Do we know? Yeah, in a unisex restroom who was raped by a regular patron. Yeah, a male patron. A male patron who's a regular. Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, she said she was in the bathroom. Um, the man came in. He said he was just washing his hands. Mm-hmm. So I guess she was, you know, she was just like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And then he goes to start groping her, and then he rapes her. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, he left. She left. I read this article in the Gothamist. Mm-hmm. She left. He left. And then she came back to the bar maybe like a half an hour later and called 911. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they did a rape kit on her and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then that's when they um put out his pictures out and stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel like he'll be caught. But this is an example of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trans women or trans men too mm-hmm. being targeted. Right. You know, like. The probability is greater of a trans person being sexually assaulted mm-hmm. than a trans person sexually assaulting a cis person. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't researched the numbers, but I'm sure. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's just something that you never hear of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's something that, that you hear of in fantasy. Yeah. Something that you hear of in in fear. Because there are people, we, they are people fear, we don't but, talk about. Right. No, well, not us. Right, but there right, are right. people that we don't talk about. Um. We don't acknowledge mm-hmm. their realness as people in this world, for the most part. Um, a lot of it is because, you know, one, some people don't understand, or two, some people just don't fucking care to understand. Um, it's ridiculous, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm, um, it's messed up that she had to go through that shit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it just goes to show that um, they're not really the threat in the bathroom. Right. Right. Well, the guy's photo is up. The rapist. Yeah, and he's up. a regular, so. Yeah. Um, I feel like they'll have his ass soon. I hope so. But I guess we'll, we should include his pic in the link in the yeah. notes as well. Um, oh, guys, I have a really bad something. I don't know. So if y'all hear me sniffling, um, if I sound different, that's mm-hmm. why. Is it a sinus infection? I think I have a head of cold. Mm-hmm. Okay. It feels like it's up here. That stinks. I'm sorry. Feeling better. Them damn kids. Mm. I was talking to somebody the other day who was talking about, we were talking about um, LGBTQ civil rights and they were saying that they were uncomfortable with the way in which the um LGBT community aligns itself or attempts to associate their civil rights with the struggle for black civil rights and black Mm -hmm. equality. Um, And they were saying that they were uncomfortable. You know how Facebook does those? um, You can change your profile picture to like add color to support something. Uh And they have the rainbow flags and they'll have one for whatever tragedy has happened. Yeah. Or whatever. But he was saying that it was uncomfortable. This is a black man talking. He was uncomfortable with the way in which 
um, the black community seems to support the LGBT community in ways in which they don't reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just struck me because I felt like he, when he was talking about the LGBTQ community, he saw it through that he was seeing them as as white. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that he was not acknowledging the numbers of LGBTQ individuals that are at the forefront and participate heavily in the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I don't know. It just felt like the way that he was talking about it was as if he were just talking about a group of white folks. Because that's usually... The way the media paints it, when they talk about LGBT community, that's right. usually the face of it, white right. folks. Right. So, I kind of agree with him. Like, I know that that's not the case. There are many um, people of color who are in the LGBT community, mm-hmm. but even a lot of them usually feel closer to the black causes because mm-hmm. they don't, there's kind of like an erasure when it mm-hmm. comes to black people in the LGBT community. Um, yeah, so I kind of I feel like, agree. right, I feel like it's our job not to erase them, because I feel like we, things like that, like conversations like that, I feel like it is often, we are erasing them in our movement as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I feel like we are not acknowledging that the LGBT community is participating in Black Lives Matter because they are black, like we are black. Yeah. They are, you yeah, know which what I'm I saying? Agree, they are but all I feel those like things. he's thinking of LGBT, I always mess up the acronym, uh-huh. and the way of which the media presents the LGBT community as being white people. Right. So I think that's why he thinks that that's just it. Even though it's not, we know it's not. Uh-huh. But that's probably why he sees it. I understand why he sees it. Right. I know. I understand why he sees it. But I also I feel like there aren't enough of us saying to one another that this is not okay. They're doing the same media tricks that they do with the black community. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, but that's something you and I would know. But not some. He's straight. Yes, he's a straight black man. Not some straight black man who none. But erasure Mm -hmm. doesn't affect him like a black like it does a black woman Mm -hmm. or. A person who is of that community mm-hmm. like he's kind of in his male privilege right which is you know that's shitty mm-hmm. but i do kind of agree with the i do have issues where it seems as if black people support every, every cause mm-hmm. and people don't ride for us right. like that right. right that is where i agree with mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. i see that all the time mm-hmm. you know but what can i do about that mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm not gonna be like don't stand up for a blah blah blah, mm-hmm. but you don't stand up for us. Like that's mm-hmm. childish and petty right. and stupid. I understand that. I just I just feel like it's dangerous and I, I think it's it's um misguided to look at the entire LGBT community and their rights and and believe that those rights are not also black rights and a part of our um struggle you know what i mean like i don't um i don't know yeah i don't know what you're saying i'm saying that i understand what you're saying about us riding for everybody else but i don't think lgbtq is everybody else i think that's us i think trans women of color for example are you know suffering 
at really large rates, really high rates. And I feel like those are things that we don't talk about enough as a community. And I feel like we are equally, okay, so the media paints the LGBT community as white, right? Predominantly white male, right? Like they do everything. Um, I feel like it's our job to know that that's not the case mm-hmm. and it's our job to acknowledge it as such. I don't think it's the same, but we have to first address that these people even exist. Right. A lot of black people don't even do that's that. That's what I'm, that's what, you I'm, know saying. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So like, so even to say that black LGBTQ individuals feel more connected to Black Lives Matter than they do perhaps to gay rights. I just feel like we tend to do the same erasing of their personhood, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, as LGBTQ white males may do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that... It probably does happen. I just... Maybe I'm just looking for my scope, where I just see it a lot where we are like my social media range is mm-hmm. we are speaking of these people and right. these people are always in conversation right. so maybe i'm just forgetting that they're not in people's conversation right. at all like me personally i don't see the erasure on our side because i see mm-hmm. these people be mentioned a lot right. but that's just the scope of my lens mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. could just be that mm-hmm. but i don't see um you know, the erasure as much. I guess when I... The the people that I feel that I hear talking about that and making that comparison and talking about how... Um, how the gay community, the LGBT community does not also support Black Lives Matter in the way that they should. Oftentimes, the people that I hear talking about that are people who are not equally supportive of Black, black LGBTQ. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that's stupid, 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 what is that? <laughs> stupid mm-hmm. is he obviously doesn't understand what Black Lives Matter is. Right. And what it was, like, the whole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing behind Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, started by right. three queer women. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't understand what Black Lives Matter means, mm-hmm. like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. well, we the whole drinks, thing. So. You know, but like... <laughs> <laughs> he was there drinking. But like, that's the core of his problem. You don't mm-hmm. even understand what Black Lives Matter is. Mm-hmm. Do you even know who created that? For right. you to sit here and say that. Right. You don't, you just know, you don't know, he don't, he don't mm-hmm. know shit. Like, how could mm-hmm. you sit there and say that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So, he's just stupid. Okay. And he should have been quiet. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I thought that was interesting, just in light of what we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, in terms of rights and stuff like that. He's stupid. <laughs> he's so dumb. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. He's very nice. But we have a lot I mean, of nice, stupid it came, people. No, it came full circle. It came full circle. Oh, I think. I think at the end of it, he understood where I was coming from oh, and hadn't thought of it like that, and agreed that he was seeing, he was seeing, um, LGBTQ as being white, white as being male. Yeah, I figured that's you know what, what he I'm was saying. I figured as yeah. Much. So. So now for news, it's not news. I feel like so like dead. Anyway, yeah. whatever. For sure. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor, 
in a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news. Okay, so today's news and not news, news that's not news story is um, something that kind of came up in conversation between me, Jay, and our friend Vanessa. Mm-hmm. We were in a group chat, and we were talking about shitty doctors, mm-hmm. and talking to doctors, and telling them, like, hey, you know, I hurt right here, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, you're good, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it made me and Jay want to talk about black women in health in the health industry and how they're kind of shitty to us. Um, so I basically just got um, some stats to read, and then I guess we can jump in All right. and talk our shit. Get to it. So, um, well, can I open up just with like what we were talking about? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. we were talking about we were talking about fibroids, and I had mentioned on some of the earlier episodes that I had fibroids and I had fibroids removed and yada yada yada. Um, but we were talking about sometimes when you go to the GYN, they will do, I guess they'll do like a manual exam where the doctor will put his fingers inside of your, what is that? Your vaginal cavity? Is that what that is? Vagina. Yeah. Inside your vagina. (laughs) Your vagina. Finger in your vagina. (laughs) Anyways, the doctor will feel around in there to make sure that everything feels okay. They'll do a pap smear. They'll do, you know, whatever routine checkup type stuff. Um, but oftentimes they don't have, I guess, a sonogram machine, mm-hmm. um, or one of the doctors that I had had one of those things. I, you can do like an external kind of sonogram where you got to drink a lot of water and shit and they kind of mm-hmm. the thing, or they have, uh, I don't know what the correct terminology is, but they have like an internal sonogram mm-hmm. that they'll put inside your yeah. vagina and feel around yeah. and they can see like what's going on in there. Um, and I found as someone for black women who two thirds of us are heavily affected or women of color heavily affected by fibroids. fibroids, which can keep you from being able to procreate, from being able to come to full term um, when carrying a baby, uh, can cause heavy bleeding and all kinds of problems. You would think that it would be beneficial for any GYN that you go to to have to always have the wand. That, yes, have the thank you. They the don't wand. always have, have it. the wand in the freaking office yeah. at somewhere. There should be one in the building. I, I went to um, sometimes you go to a doctor's office and there are several GYNs within that office. There should be at least one room that has the freaking wand. But so I'm many sure there is. But they feel they use it when they think that it's necessary, right? Because, like she said, they say, "Oh, you're okay." They do this first. They Forever. do the finger that, thing first, and then they base it. So I don't. So I don't. Yeah, they cost a lot of money mm-hmm. to have them in house. So that's mm-hmm. that. Then they go based on your insurance too, whether or not right. I'm going to give you the sign right. or not. Because mm-hmm. can you pay for mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. to happen? Right. So right. it's just a lot of yeah. So you get shit. to the point where you've been trying to have a baby for a year or whatever you have all the symptoms of having fibroids and then no one has checked to see if you have the freaking fibroids no one has and it's like oh well i guess we've done everything else you can now do this simple procedure now to see this simple you know wand check was that the case for you um 
No, I had been to a few GYNs that did not have the machine, but my the GYN that I had happened to have one like for the few years, and so we were watching uh-huh. it happen. What the what the case for me was, I was seeing a doctor, and I wasn't trying to have a baby at the time, so mm-hmm. it wasn't. But I did want to in life be able to have a baby. Yeah. Um, but. I said to him, I was like, okay, you know, can, am I going to be able to have a kid in the future? And he was like, no, no, you can't. That was the answer. Yes. Right. When in reality, that's not the answer. Right. The answer is you and wouldn't be able to. he said it frank like that? Yeah, just like that. No, no, you can't. I mean, he said it with sorrow in his eyes, but that didn't like, that is legit what he said, like verbatim. Right. And, and again, and it's, that's wrong because what you, what you mean to say is sure. If, if you, you were to have them removed. removed, currently you wouldn't be able to have children. You wouldn't be able to yada, 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 yada. But I was like, oh, yeah. So he's like, no, no, you can't. And I already know that I'm black. He's a doctor. He's looking at me in a certain way or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, well, I would like to have kids one day. What, you know, what, is there anything else? What can, he's like, oh, let me send you to this other person. Okay, great. Get me out of here. I never want to see you again. Mm-hmm. Because that whole thing was just like... If I didn't say, and and I was bleeding. They expect you not to ask questions. Yeah. They expect you not to know anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My periods were heavy to the, like, I couldn't, I couldn't live a normal life. So even if I never wanted to have a kid, I wasn't living normally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have to stay yeah. in my house I've during seen my menstruals. <laughs> it was not a game. She gave me a box. I didn't know that they were that big. <laughs> Thanks for like the tampons. Medical grade. You could stop up a bathtub full of water. I do that, not want to masturbate. I just wanted yeah. to put on a tampon. Listen, listen. <laughs> it all day. Yeah. So yeah. It was so essential. I went through so many. I just had fatigue. It was just the whole thing was crazy. And to think if I hadn't like if I hadn't said if I hadn't asked the question, you know what I'm saying? That I knew to ask just because I just knew to ask yeah. and doing some research or whatever, that I could still be because I, I I might never have a baby. That's fine with me, yeah. I guess. But I would like to not be bleeding to the point of like death and having to stay inside of my house yeah. and hide like it's fucking eighteen seventeen. Yeah, and you gotta sit in you know a menstrual hut. I gotta shit. sit in a menstrual hut. <laughs> oh my god. Twenty sixteen, you gotta yeah. sit in a menstrual. Hunt. Locked in, sent my boyfriend away. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh. So anyway, yes, yeah, so I had them removed. All good, easy breezy, whatever. Is it? You know, did I want to have my body cut open? Not necessarily, but we're at the point where like I could not function. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, I've been to doctors. So that, right, okay. So now I'm going to a regular GYN. Nice guy. I I wanted a, you know someone to refer me to somebody who was cool. I didn't want to go to that same guy again. Mm-hmm. Um, and the GYN that he had sent me to and who did my surgery or whatever, he's kind of like a reproductive doctor, and uh-huh. that's not really what I'm doing right now. So I don't need to see him all the time. The regular guy doesn't have the freaking wand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, okay, I would kind of like to know where like where are we right. at with these? You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to have a kid in a year or two. Is my womb filling up with fibroids again? I don't know. So at that point now, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to freaking get like outsourced and go see someone else who might. Anyway, it's annoying. But that's where this whole conversation came from because I feel like that's one of those basic things that every office should have. Yeah. So here's um some stats that I found. Um, black women are nearly four times more likely to die of pregnancy related complications than white women. 
Well, we have a 4.3% higher rate of death when we have cervical cancer. And it's not because of the cancer. It's because of how they go about treatment. Mm. Usually, um, black women, we are found to have them in later stages. And for some reason, for um, breast cancer and cervical cancer, black women are typically just um, given radiation and chemo only Mm -hmm. as um, treatment, regardless of the stage. Whereas Mm -hmm. white women are usually given um, what they call multi-modality, which is surgery, radiation, and chemo. And they have higher um, survival rates, Mm -hmm. white women, because of the way they are getting different treatment Mm -hmm. um, for these things. Mm -hmm. Um, What else did I find? Um, Yeah, black women, we now get, we used to get breast cancer at lower rates, but now Mm -hmm. we get them at the same rates as white women. But we, our death rates are 42% higher mm-hmm. now than white women. And it's because of, like I said, the treatment mm-hmm. options that they offer black women are different from what they offer white women. Mm-hmm. And um, for, they always seem to find it in later stages in black right. women. A lot of times we aren't offered mammograms the way we should be. Mm-hmm. Or um, they stated how a lot of times we, because of the lack of health care or we could like go to clinics, so we're seeing different doctors who mm-hmm. aren't connecting. Right. You know, you don't have these lifelong physicians yeah, who me. like just mm-hmm. know. Hey, something's different happening right. here because I've been playing, not playing, but I've been, right. <laughs> I've, been right. I've been dealing with your breasts for ten years, and something yeah. different is happening mm-hmm. here. So you know things like that. So it has a lot to do with the health health care period as mm-hmm. far as insurance is concerned. But then there's discriminatory practices. I don't understand right. how you offer one service mm-hmm. for treatment to black women mm-hmm. and not offer it. I mean, yeah, offer it for white women, but you don't offer it to black women. Right. And then I don't understand why our um, death rates are so high when we are having children. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there was one story where this woman, um, let me find it. This is in... I can't find it. But this woman in a Mississippi hospital mm-hmm. said that she was in labor. And they kept her in the hallway in labor because they didn't have a bed for her. Mm. They kept her there until when she until she was like crowning. Oh my goodness. Mm. Then when she was crowning, it was like don't don't push because we mm-hmm. have to yeah, black women. Oh my I, God. I, that puts her life at risk. That puts mm-hmm. the baby life at risk. Like and these types of things happen in a lot of you know, hospitals where there are low-income people Mm -hmm. come in and it's just like, as a doctor, nurse, I don't, how do you, you know? It's just like, ugh. Then there's been studies, I didn't look now, but it's just coming to my mind now where Mm -hmm. it comes to how they issue anesthesia. They give us, they give black people less CCs of like, when it comes to surgeries and stuff, Uh they Mm -hmm. give us less CCs of Mm -hmm. whatever, yeah, it's just like they just think we don't have pain and we right. just right. like it's fucking or ridiculous. Our, yeah, our pain is not the same. Our as pain theirs. is not the same. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, when we were talking in the text, our friend was talking, telling her doctor she obviously was having some kind of pain, mm-hmm. and they're like, eh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 
Yeah, that happens. Yeah, that's happens. normal. Right. Yeah, yeah I had that a I had so a doctor crazy. treat me like that because I was having incredible menstrual pain. Um and I had endometriosis or whatever mm-hmm. and they were they she didn't mention that. She just said, Ah, some some women get it bad. Like my pain is not like I'm telling you, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna die every mm-hmm. period. Every month I feel like I'm gonna die. And this is just ah, I just get it bad. No need to look into it or uh-huh. see what it might be or what I noticed from reading a lot of these, they made it a lot when it comes to like an income thing. Mm-hmm. And it annoyed me because um my mom, I was talking to my mom and she went to the doctor for something. I'm not going to say what, but she went mm-hmm. to the doctor for something. And she felt like she was being treated like she was stupid mm-hmm. because she was black. Right. And my mom was like, do you see my insurance? Mm-hmm. Like, this, I'm not like, my mother was, My mother said to the doctor, like, Y'all gonna, I'm, you're going to get me somebody else because mm-hmm. you see my insurance? Yeah. Like, I'm not on Medicaid. You're not going to just sit here and just tell me. Right. What the fuck ever because you think mm-hmm. I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking therapist. Like, mm-hmm. are you crazy yeah. right now? And my mm-hmm. mom was like, it's because, it's because I was black and I must mm-hmm. not know anything mm-hmm. and I must not care about myself or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. all of that shit. Yeah. So, like, all of these articles made it seem as if it's just like a class thing when it comes mm-hmm. to this treatment of black women in mm-hmm. hospitals. And reading that, I'm like, nah, because I definitely just was talking to my mom mm-hmm. about this shit. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's yeah. not to say that my mom is better than someone on Medicaid. I mm-hmm. have Medicaid, but mm-hmm. nah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I think the assumption is that you are of, you are a certain kind of person. You are of a certain class. You are, um, black is the class. You know? Yeah, what I'm exactly. That's what they exactly. see. They see black. That's the that's the class yeah. of person that you are. And regardless to, oftentimes, I personally think, regardless to the race of your doctor, that they are still looking at some people as more human than Than other people. You know what I mean? And some people more, okay, well, you can just just handle that. Like, this is just life. And you're just supposed to, like, suffer through it and deal with it. And I'll go above and beyond for this person who looks like me or this person who looks more like a customer or this person who looks more worthy of help and less deserving of death and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And when I see you, I'm just going to, you know, you might, you might die, you might live. And you know, I mean, it's not, it's it's not that big of a deal because black lives don't matter. That's why like for me, cause I was, um, I don't know if I ever said this on the show, but I was going to school to be a physician assistant Mm -hmm. and that was a part of my like falling out of love with like the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. It was like how they went about with insurance and how they went about who d- deserves care, mm-hmm. and then how they treat black people. Yeah. Like I can't, I couldn't be a part mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. I probably would have ended up being like Jada Pinkett in that show. That was horrible. Remember that show? Oh, she was nurse. like a nurse and a social was that worker. Or yeah, or she was like I a nurse. Saw it. She was like a nurse and a social worker and a police officer. It was the whole thing. Yeah. She was just doing Detective. too much. She was, yeah, she was doing too much. I would have had to be that. Though. She was being black womaned. But I, yeah, she yeah. was. But that's yeah. probably what you have to do right. in the healthcare industry: yeah. be a social worker and a nurse, right? And a detective, mm-hmm. yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, because it's just, at my job right now, and I work in like <laughs> an office that, like has nothing to do with anything serious like it's 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 sad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's horrible that is horrible and i feel as though you know it makes me think it makes me wonder um 
I don't know, like, I guess to piggyback off of Black Lives Matter, like, black health matters. Like, Mm -hmm. it does. Mm -hmm. Like, we're dying Mm -hmm. for health stuff. Mm -hmm. Way more than, you know, these other institutions that are killing us. This is an institution that is fucking killing us. Mm -hmm. And we don't, sorry, Mm -hmm. you know, pay as close attention. I didn't pay as close before either, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, yo. Yeah, they're fucking killing us with like mad yeah. angles. Like yeah. it's fucking crazy. When I go to the doctor, I make sure that I go in with questions. Mm-hmm. So whatever I think my problem is, or whatever thing I'm feeling, I do my research. I Google it. I write down my questions because they will sometimes be rushing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And you don't get to all your shit. I make sure I was like, let's. So I have some. I have some questions that I want to ask before we're done. So I let them do what they do, and then I go through my questions that I have usually written in my phone. That's the what thing. What about this? What about this? That I don't understand. And I, but I, I think I learned this in college. Mm-hmm. I just do this with professors all the time. I pay to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to sit here until I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's just right. point blank, period. Mm-hmm. And I feel that we need to take more initiative in that. Mm-hmm. I am, regardless of it's insurance, out of my pocket, whatever, right. you are getting paid because I'm fucking here. Right. We're going to sit here mm-hmm. until I am okay right. with right. what you tell me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's it. Like, that's how I feel. Like the doctor's it. experience, yeah. it's your it's your experience. So regardless of what they try and hit you with when you're there, I try again, I try and have my questions yeah. beforehand. And that also helps when they say something to me and and I might have a follow-up question cuz usually if I've looked at things like my follow-up question will have to do with something that I've already seen mm-hmm. or something like that or whatever. So I've had time to process all that stuff instead of just doing it in the moment because yeah. depending on where you are your doctor is just like yeah. trying to hop in and hop out and send somebody else in and you know the yeah. whole thing is yeah I make it's... sure I have my questions ready now too mm-hmm. when I first well all your listeners know about me already right, right? Um, when I first found my lump mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was pregnant with Ethan and you know, I'm like, hey, I went to a clinic. So it's like, you never see the same person. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I found this like lump or whatever. And he was like, oh, he felt it. He's like, oh, it's probably just milk developing. I'm like, I thought to myself, and I'm like, you know, I have baby brain, pregnant pregnancy. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, But in my head, I'm like, that's not, I've had four children previous to this. Yeah. And it's not milk developing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I told the next doctor and um, she was like, oh, okay, well, we'll get it checked out. Um, We made an appointment and then they've never sent over my, you know, my papers to actually for me to go to the appointment. Mm -hmm. So it all just dragged out. And these are the reasons why, because they just, you know, they rush. They don't care. Black lives don't matter. Yeah. And, you know. I, maybe I wouldn't have been so far along if they cared, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. if they were taking their time mm-hmm. and, you know, checking out everything they need to check out. Right. Because you think that you did your part by saying, hey, I saw this thing in my yeah, body. Yeah, but it's like someone, I don't understand someone saying, hey, there is a lump in my breast. Right, right. Because that's like the thing that they don't check your mm-hmm. breast, feel right. a lump. You run to the doctor right. and say, look, there's a lump in my breast. Like, that's just like... Mm-hmm. One on one, that's what they just always tell you about right. your breasts and lumps. And mm-hmm. you tell someone, it's for you to tell the doctor, and they're like, eh, it's milk developing, it's milk. Yeah. maybe built up in there. 
Maybe it is, maybe it ain't. What are we going to do about it? You know what I mean? But that's the thing is that, again, you tell a doctor, you think, right, you think you've done your part. You checked it, Mm -hmm. you see, hey, I see see a lump. And you think at that point, your doctor, your healthcare physician, or whoever is in there is going to say, okay, this is what we should do. I'm taking what you're saying seriously. Right. We're going to do this just in case or whatever. These are next steps. Yeah, I'm going to, you think they're going to do their part. And so for me going in, I always think they're not going to do their part. Mm -hmm. This is what, I'm doing or whatever and it's just it's really and, I think undue burden on the um, patient yeah. I was gonna say customer because that's really what it yeah, is unfortunately yeah. but it's undue stress on the patient you have they're doing their part they're and, going in they're yeah, saying and it's like we already me. have a history as black people we're not trusting the healthcare right. center mm-hmm. we've been right. guinea pigs to this fucking healthcare center mm-hmm. for, since we got on this fucking mm-hmm. land mm-hmm. So we already don't trust you motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So then when we do, we're like, hey, and then you do this fuck mm-hmm. shit, it's right. like, mm-hmm. what's it all for? Right. Like, right, right, right. It's crazy. Yep. Yep, yep, <sighs> yep. So that's some bullshit, but yeah. my, uh, my advice is, again, to um, stay on top of your own shit, and your yeah. healthcare yeah. physician is, to me at this stage in my life, they're just some extra shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do my own research. I talk to different people. I talk to my friends and just to compare notes and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I go in there with my questions and I ask them shit based on that and I tell them what I'm and get their opinion and yada, yada, yada. It's a partnership. And then also our job is to talk to one another because yeah. I don't have any kids. I don't have... I got time to do shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's where taking care of one another and our health as a community and sharing information yeah. and all of that stuff goes into play and checking on one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody doesn't have time to be their own fucking doctor because uh-huh. we shouldn't have to be our own doctors. Really shouldn't. You, y'all did all of that time in school mm-hmm. so that wouldn't have to. Yes. <laughs> yes. That little like, extra step of caring, you know, yeah, that should like, also no. like be a thing and that should apply to black people as well yeah. and other people of color, you yes. know? really should. There are other instances, I didn't go into it, but there are other instances where other women of color go through fuck shit too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But y'all can research that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Let's see, ducks. Um, for the pit. Pits. Do we have anybody that. The doctors. No. The doctors. <laughs> Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new Triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. I was saying that's a good one. Oh, I did have one. I did have one because we didn't have any. And I just decided that for a moment I wanted to throw Mayor de Blasio in the pit. Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio of uh, our lovely New York City. Um, I wanted to throw him in the pit because he's boring. And because I was very excited about him becoming mayor, and I'm used to mayors. You're excited about his wife. Let's be for real. I was very excited That's about it. his gay wife. Because she's of, exciting. Yeah, like. Yeah, she's pretty exciting. exciting. I'm still very excited about Shalane. <laughs> <laughs> she's very Nothing exciting. he did was exciting, but marry that woman. Uh, <laughs> like, that is the most exciting thing he's ever done. Yeah. And he had those exciting kids. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much all he did. Yeah, and I'm used right. to an exciting mayor, okay? 
We're New Yorkers. I'm used to excitement. I'm used to hating my mayor. This is mm. excitement. <laughs> excitement. I kind of like not hating my mayor. I do like not hating my mayor, but I hadn't thought about that when I was first feeling the anger that I was feeling about not being excited. Right? Because you love what? struggle love between you and your mayor. That's, That's what you like. I like a little you bit. You like a struggle. love and hip hop situation. You're right. Between you and your you're man. You're right. You're right. Bloomberg, we had our ups and downs. I liked all the healthy green things that he was trying to do for he the city. He was too mixy. He was into a lot. Just he because you're opening be the pool does not mean you have to jump in the pool. Yeah. Like he was just to just do too much. <laughs> Did he do that? Yes. <laughs> Pools are opening and then you see him like, you don't have to do oh, that. That's the kind of stuff that I was here for, man. Moments, all right? I miss the moments. You don't have to do that. I miss the mo- I miss the awkward I did not Spanish need to see him. Yeah, yeah, his Spanish. I enjoyed his Spanish. Yeah, yeah. He was just ridiculous. He do you ridiculous. remember? Oh, my gosh. You're right. Giuliani I have a problem. No, yeah. Giuliani is like a racist. Yeah. Like, he needed to be, mm-hmm. like, destroyed. Yo, my mom. This is high school years. Mm-hmm. One of them stores in, well, I guess what they call Soho now. Mm-hmm. Village, whatever. Mm-hmm. Was playing the news, and this is when they said that Giuliani was diagnosed with what was it, prostate cancer or colon, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't remember. My mother in the store. Yes! Oh, oh, yes! Yes! That's was funny. Like, this is why I don't get embarrassed. Oh my god! Because my wow. mom is just like that. That's hilarious. Like, yeah, she just happy because he might die. Oh my goodness! Yes. Wow. Yeah. While we were shopping for school clothes. Do y'all remember when Bloomberg when he was talking about the um, MTA strike or something, and he was talking about how he was gonna ride his bike? He yes. This is before I, we were riding bikes like that in New York. He was annoying. Like yeah. he would like it would be a fucking storm, and he'll be like alternate side streets parking is still in effect. Like yeah. we can't even get move our fucking. Well, yeah, I don't have a car, was, but people can't even move yeah. their cars, mm-hmm. and you, they have trifling. to do alternate side of the street parking. I tell you what. Are you serious? He had more pizzazz <sighs> than Mayor De Blasio. First of all. Mayor de Blasio. You just love a loving hip hop mayor. Mayor de Blasio said he was going to get rid of the horses that roam back and forth in Central Park. Mm-hmm. And the little horse carriages. Mm-hmm. They're still there. Okay? How long has he been the mayor? Not. He should have got rid of them. I don't, care. I don't know how long he's been the mayor. I don't remember either because he's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh-huh. Then he brings up these trolleys. Okay? He wants to create a trolley system like the San Francisco treat commercial. No, we ain't got time for that. It's he traffic wants trolleys. It's supposed to, no, it's supposed to be something from somewhere to Queens that's supposed to help be faster. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He said it's so boring. I don't know. Um, You're boring. That's it. But he what I thinks, will say, what? He sounds like the mayor of that place in um, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, he does. <laughs> the, the little king in yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. And that was the most boring part of the story. Yeah, really it was. was. The little hands yeah. puttering. Yeah. Anyway, but that no, that's good. it's really, I really did want to throw him in the pit. But then I remembered the whole stop and frisk thing, and didn't he help out with that a little yes, bit? Yes, he Helped did. to get rid of stop and frisk. That's the, pretty the, popping. The five get their money. Whoa. The Century Park Five got their money. Big, which is a huge deal. Yeah, you just like to be. I like to be abused. And a loving, a you like to be abused by your yeah. mayor. He can't just like subtly just change shit. And, right. Know. No, he's done. He's done a lot of a lot of cool shit. Um. Most recently, him and uh, Governor Cuomo, who tend to butt heads, but they both uh, joined forces to ban all 
non-essential publicly funded travel to North Carolina um, mm-hmm. over this uh, LGBTQ discrimination so bill that, mean? that was signed. So that means that, say, for instance, like, okay, de Blasio is not going to North Carolina, like, for nothing. I can't mm-hmm. see why he would have to go there. Um, yep, actually, I don't know <laughs> what that really this means. This whole pit is the pit. Because Gay <laughs> doesn't know why she has this man in the pits. I put him in there Then she found boring. something good. And then doesn't really know. I don't about really that. know. What I will say at the end of the day, you go in the pit. All right, I go in the pit. But at the end of the day, what I do appreciate is that even though De Blasio was mad, boring, and deserves to be in the pit for it, because the best thing that ever happened to him was his wife and those cool children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he has done a lot of stuff that I was ignoring because I just remember how boring he is yeah. every day of my life. Because he wasn't being a fuck boy. He's like actually, she I guess he's actually remember. working. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> I don't know. He brought kind of busy. He brought yeah. that trolley thing. I was like, we still got them horses. You talking about trolleys and whatnot? Summer's about to pop back around. These horses still standing out there in the pavement, sweating and whatnot, yeah, dragging fat tourists yeah. from huh. left to right. Man, I need those horses to be free. come on, man. Enough enough like yeah. it's important to me that those those carriage workers that they still have employment like just make it so that this is it no one can ever do this again whatever horses are out there suffering with their those people let them do it let those people still do it and then be the last ones to do it ever so that's until it. those horses die okay just release the horses yeah that's what just I'm like, do what? it just not, whatever is supposed to happen is not happening those enough. horses deserve their um, they deserve their freedom, emancipation but not it's not happening fast just do it them, i don't know how to answer i'm not the mayor the trolley people they could ride those bike things i'm about to say don't they Ooh. have out here just the people riding the bike guys yeah riding the yeah bike. just yeah, do they that do. Yeah, they do but what? they also have the horsey things yeah, they could just they could just do, do that. the bike yeah. thing. We don't need the horses. No, we, we don't. don't. You know who goes All in the pit? All those things are scary. You, let me tell you who goes like in the pit. They are. I did it Liam, one time. I did it one time too. Liam, mother effing Neeson can go into the pit. Why? Because he wants to keep those horse carriages. Oh. Who's, you know, I never know. Who Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. That's a white person, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but guy he, from Taken. From Taken. Someone's always taken in his family. He needs to be taken. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be taken. <laughs> Because he is like, he wants to keep them horses. Like, he wants to keep them there. I mean, I, and it's always it's always presented as, like, to protect the workers and stuff like that. But I feel like... The workers could drive, ride the bikes we, with the joints. But how that. much do these if people you, make? You can't just... You can't how just much do these people the even make? That's true. Because just they really just sit there. Around. You know what? You're yeah, right. That's You're different. right. But how much do these people make? What are the quality of life for these mm-hmm. horse carriage people? Right. I we bet they're not boiling. No. So what do you... If you cared about them... I we could pay them out. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. You know You're how right. much it costs to upkeep a horse and shit? Yeah. They gotta like, do that. Is it their horses? Are they... Are, do they own the horses or does the city own the horses? I don't, even I don't think know. the city owns them, but I could imagine if I had to make up a story, I could imagine that like there's like a freaking stable with a bunch of horses that one. Person I don't owns. like horses, yeah. but those horses up, deserve to be free. They do deserve to be free. I don't, like, I don't like horses either. You don't like anything. Neither one of y'all like anything. <laughs> I don't. I got no. I got no horse. I have a reason trips. to not. My horse trips. They gave me the youngest in camp. In band camp. I was in camp Not too. Not in band camp. But and they gave me the youngest rickety, it wasn't a pony, but it was like a, maybe it was the oldest horse. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was going over a log or something and it tripped. Y'all fell? 
Almost. We was close to the ground. I fell so off. So you didn't fall off the horse. No, I didn't fall off the horse. That's I'm enough. Still mad until this day because you had enough. a little trip up. It was a trip up on a horse. I didn't trip on my own J- two feet. Jay, have you ever Did fallen you ever off a fall? horse? I never fell have off. Have you never have? Have you ever had a horse accident? Uh, no. So you are speaking from a place of non of horse privilege. Yes. So right. you need to leave me right. and Jasmine alone. Jasmine didn't okay. even fall off the horse. No, but it so. tripped. It was close to the ground. Look, I wasn't on my I own feel feet. like this. Right. Animals are animals. Four pair of feet. Mm-hmm. Animals are animals. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do what the fuck they want, regardless of if I'm on their back or not. Mm-hmm. And I can't get mad at them because you know what? Use a horse, and this is what you do. So you know Use what? a horse. Use a horse. <laughs> this, this is what you do. what you do. This is what you do. Go ahead. Be it a horse. And I'm going to be a human mm-hmm. over here. And you're going to be like, I'm not, you know, whatever. But they do deserve to be free. They deserve their freedom. They deserve their freedom. All right, it's depressing. So they can't even look at the sides. They have the So things. Liam Neeson goes in the pit, man, for that, yo. Liam Neeson. I don't know who Not you boring. Are. <laughs> <laughs> he has a special set of skills. <laughs> Oh man, mm, that's crazy. You think he'd want to use those skills to free those horses? They've been taken. They okay. have been taken for years. For years, free them. Those poor horses. Find I their find parents, you and I will free Send you. Send them back, oh, man. And yeah. then it's like, what do they do? They get freedom, and then they're so used to just walking so slow all the time. Oh, yeah. this is sad. This is really sad. This fucking sucks. Humans suck. Yeah. yeah. So Liam goes in the pit. Bill De Blasio, you're free from the pit. Uh, she thinks. No, possibly. He's, he's free. He did mad stuff, okay. man. We're gonna give him a pinkies up. A nationality. <laughs> <laughs> and he's tall. That's jazzy. I like tall people. We haven't had a tall mayor in a while. Nah, he's mad tall. David Deacons is short. He was Drew, tiny. Giuliani is short. Oh. His head was huge, though. They were all short. Yeah. I, I, Bloomberg was short yeah, too, right? He was short. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So shout out to De Blasio and his popping wife and his popping kids. They're popping. Alright. So is that the show? I think we did it. We did. Oh, we did. oh, 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 oh. What, what? 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 Shirts have come in. Shirts Yay. have come in. Buyers People have been receiving their shirts. Podcast supporters are yes. sending us photos. It is so amazing. It's so amazing. Dope. It's Me lit. and Jay but one day we are them and take a picture. Absolutely. Put it somewhere. So fun. I was almost going to record in the shirt, but then I was like, nah. Ooh. Feels hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm nice. not a kid. I put on the sneakers and I buy them in the store. Like, nice. I was that kid. Oh, so, wow. Like, yeah. Like, well, I want to wear them now. My mother would say no, but no. I would want to. Child. Yeah. Yeah. I was that child. So, mm, I can't funny. wait. So, mm. I felt like it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did it. All right. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for sparing us that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll wear them one day. We'll take photos. It's going to be a whole thing, yo. Maybe the next time we go out. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not usually into 20. We don't have to twin it. I think we'll just let each other know if you're going to wear your shirt, you wear your shirt. I'll wear something else. Yeah, I'm not okay? into 20. We don't need to do that. Like, not yet. Too many siblings. I'm yeah. I'm be an individual. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I remember having the twin with this one over here. All Could the you, time. Let me tell you why I didn't like the twinning, okay? Because it comes in age. We were never the same height because when you're a kid and you're like three and a half years apart, that's like, y'all might as well be a decade apart. Yeah. Like, she might as well have been my daughter. You know what I'm saying? We should not have been in the same clothes. I've had a few things with my younger sister, who is, she should be 29 this year. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind it when I was a kid. It wasn't that serious. But when I was an adult and my sister would want to dress like me and stuff. Oh, that's like, cute. No, I didn't like that. 
I was okay with it. I always wanted to be an individual. Jasmine was stealing. From stealing? Me. Oh, well. You steal my clothes. I used to steal it, too. And then you would destroy it. Destro- I've never. You did destroy a nice pair of Gap sweats that I have because you spilled liquor all over it. But that's because we were adults. Oh, not I children. didn't really steal my sister's clothes. That was a long night. We though. had a brawl because okay. I, I, I took a Mary J. Blige CD. Oh, take. we fought over marriage. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom is serious too. Yeah, my sister's probably cringing right now while she listens. Oh. Yeah, see what you do, Mary. Wow, I just was trying to get the four one one. But yeah, I just feel like kids of a certain age, or unless they're like two years apart, should not be forced. Yeah, I agree. To wear in the same yeah. clothes. I didn't mind it, but when I look back on the pictures, I was like, "There's a I look like a forty year old woman with braids and pigtails, and you look all like." Cute. Why are we in the same clothes? This is a criminal. This is criminal. You look just as cute. No, you were sounded like you were about to say more, but you had nothing else to say. That was the most awkward. Like <laughs> you look just as cute. No, I didn't. No, I was just gonna say you look just as cute in your, but I couldn't think of like uh, my, you know the outfits. That yours we wore. fit and mine. My were above my knee because I. What, did she buy the same them. size for the both of us? No, I don't think so. You're exaggerating. Just, I didn't even see the pictures, but you're exaggerating. Okay, well, here's some truth. Uh, <laughs> Jasmine's hair was always done, and mine was not. I don't feel like you've talked about this on the show before. <laughs> well, because it's true. <laughs> so, your That's hair that. was done, and so was mine. Your hair was, like, blue ivy done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My hair was after they finished. After my mother put all of her energy into doing Jasmine's hair. Oh my gosh! I'll just do it later. That's it. I'll just do it later. I don't agree. We have several pictures like that. No. Several. All right. Shout out to my mom because she did all of our hair. <laughs> Shout out to her. And there's a lot of girls, so I don't know how she manage. That's funny. That's nice. Well, her hair was done. She can't have it. All. It was done for me. <laughs> like I'm gonna do Jasmine's hair, and then Janice, yeah, you take pick the lint out of it. <laughs> go ahead now. It's probably because you're go. older, so I have to go to sleep before you. Oh, you're really reaching right now. It's not. You're that actually really makes reaching. sense. I believe we all went to bed at the same time because we were all treated equally for no reason because we didn't want Jasmine <laughs> to feel bad. Listen, let's end this. About. Let's end this. No, I'm just kidding. Are you? Anyway, you can find okay. us. On Facebook yep. and Tumblr, yep. that's T with Queen and J. Put that in the search engines, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you pop up, mm-hmm. and then you press like and follow, yep. and then you comment on things, and that's you press right. like again, yes. and you say, "Oh my God, I love the show!" Oh, what's exciting is, and then we talk back to you. That's right. If you're listening to this like shortly after we post it, it is Black Podcast Week, which is pretty cool. So if you have black black podcasts that you love, like ours, make sure you are shouting us out. Yeah. On social media and stuff, yeah. tag us and us stuff, and tweet about us, us, write about us, talk to us, spread um, the word to the world. Right. Make sure that you are listening to the show like you are now on iTunes, SoundCloud, and, and Stitcher. Stitcher. We are in all of those three places, and we love to hear from you. Shout out to everyone who's been talking to us on the SoundCloud. Um, I've been on there lately. Thank you to everyone who has been um, reviewing and rating our show on iTunes. We really appreciate cool. it. Um. Did we say where they can find us on Instagram and nope. Twitter? Nope. Okay. We are at T with QJ. On Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And Periscope. And Periscope. We're there too. And we have an email address that no right. one emails us at. We get the occasional email. 
from spammers? No, we get lots of spam and the occasional email from actual people. She's acting like she doesn't believe us. Maybe right. we get our ratio is two every four months. That's not. That is not our ratio. Yes, it is. Our email is tea with queen people and jay randomly at find our, They randomly find our card behind the couch. That's <laughs> not true. And then that they email us. True. And they appreciate those two emails. We do. Yeah. But I feel like we get more than that, but whatever. No, we don't. Anyway, <laughs> tea with queen and j at gmail.com. Yes, but yeah, really hit us up, though, because we like to, um, like, if you have a news that's not a news story, that mm-hmm. we, you know, we don't know everything. Or mm-hmm. if you want to suggest someone to throw in a pit, like, we were, like, really searching for a pit today. We were. We we and you got, I got two people here. I'm sitting between two people who don't like nothing, and they could not <laughs> have a pit. The person I'm so going to throw in the Blasio in there. I was going to throw someone, but I couldn't, I just don't like them. I can't just be like, I'm throwing them in the pit because I don't like them. Ooh, like, why? I was going to throw Caitlyn Jenner, but. Well, you don't like her, so she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to have bullet points and stuff. I didn't have them put together. Uh-huh. So, yeah, like, you can help us. You know, with that stuff. This is this is our show. This is our show. Yes. So do that. Um I think that's is that it. it. Yeah, I yeah. feel like this. Mm. I feel like summer is coming. We have things cooking for summer. Oh, we do. Things are cooking. We're up to something. Mm-hmm. And we're excited about it. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Never see them. There's pictures. This videos. Bye. Bye. Stop. Swift on demand.